comes Carol. Well, everyone, it is Wednesday morning, 29th of March. Thank you so much for joining us for another listening prayer session. Welcome, Trish. Welcome, Carol. Let's, um, Father, we just thank you that we have this opportunity to come into your presence and hear from you. Lord, I have a sense that you want to give us a gift this morning. I don't know what that gift is, but you have a special gift for each one of us, and I pray that we would receive it this day. Bless this time. Open our ears, open our eyes, open our hearts. Open our hands, Father, to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. interesting is I've, I've already been meditating on this there's a, you know we keep seeing these action words come up the stuff that god does and the stuff that man does and it's again in this passage this morning so teach me lord the way of your decrees that i may follow it to the end give me understanding so i may keep your law and obey it with all my heart direct me in the path of your commands for there i find delight Turn my heart toward your statues and not toward selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. Fulfill your promise to your servants that you may be feared. Take away the disgrace I dread, for your laws are good. How I long for your precepts. In your righteousness, preserve my life. May your unfailing love come to me, Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then I can answer anyone who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Never take your word of truth from my mouth, for I have put my hope in your laws. I will always obey your law forever and ever. I will walk about in freedom, for I have sought out your precepts. I will speak of your statutes before kings and will not be put to shame, for I delight in your commands because I love them. I reach out for your commands, which I love, that I may meditate on your decrees. Mm. I will walk about in freedom for I have sought out your precepts. Oh, there's so much in there this morning. Hey, Fiona. She's out. The song for today, and uh, we've had this before, but I just, yeah, came up again. Heart may fail me. 
Your strength is there to hold me, keeping my heart steady. You are my portion. You are my portion. You Trust in my God. 
We will seek your face before we seek your hand. Oh, I, uh, I, I want to share a bit of a, a quick testimony um, just before we go into our, our listening prayer time this morning. And on Sunday, I was praying for a guy at church and I just felt to do a quick visualization exercise with him where I got him to picture himself sitting down on a couch and that Jesus came and sat next to him and that Jesus uh, reached out and gave him, you know, just a big hug (laughs) and uh, and that Jesus whispered something to him and I asked him, what did Jesus whisper to you? And he said, he said, I am your beloved. You are my beloved child, he said. And then I said, Jesus wants you to give him a present. Ask him what he wants you to give him. And his response was, I want him. He wants me to give him my heart. So he gave him his heart. And then I said, Jesus wants to give you a present. And I said, what did he give you? And he said, a renewed mind. He had struggled with a lot of stuff from his past. He's only recently given his life to the Lord and he's dealing with the shame and things. The biggest smile came over his face. You know, um, because that was one of the biggest things he was struggling with was his thoughts in his mind. And God gave him a gift of a renewed mind. Um, I had a similar situation with a guy on Monday that I was doing some coaching with. And um, God just loved on him. And I had this, I had a, uh, while I was in Canberra last week, I gave someone a copy of the Two Chairs book and one of the guys came back and said to me, when he sat down with God, he just loved me and I became a blubbering mess. <laughs> Here I am being a blubbering mess. That this is a very real relationship with God. That uh, That God is not mad at you, that he loves you. I think you're getting a t-shirt sprinted. God is not mad at you, <laughs> you know, in doing that. So, so when I was uh, just pondering with God about what is the question to ask God today, uh, um, what gift does He have for you? What gift does He have for you? So that's that's where that's come from. And I just sense that God wants to bless you with a gift during this time. So. Yes, focus on the, the passage of scripture, but you may want to do that exercise too. You may want to picture yourself with Jesus right there and have a conversation with him. Um, dreams and visions are the language of our time. They're the language of God. So being able to picture Jesus. Oh, oh, by the way, with that guy, I asked him what Jesus looked like to him, and he said he's, he's just fire in his eyes and just love in his eyes it was just amazing okay now i need to go get a tissue so i can wipe my eyes <laughs> but uh we'll see you uh in about 20 minutes bless you guys as you listen to the word or what god has for you this morning 
Okay, so welcome back. Um, Stuart, let's start with you this morning. I normally don't, but I felt... no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, look, uh, the thing that um, that I've kind of matched together was verse um, <clears throat> 34, give me understanding so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. And then um, 41, may your unfailing love come to me, Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Uh, and I matched that together. And, you know, answering that question, um, what gift you had for me today, it was simple. It was myself. Um, it's a bit like what uh, what God said to Abraham, I am your great and exceeding reward. Yeah. I think that that's, that's God's message to me. My sheep know me experientially. It's 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 deeper than just about it's him it's him and yeah that was a new and fresh thought to me today he's giving you everything mm. <laughs> this uh, that's yeah. how to get our heads around but that's incredible mm. himself yeah. himself thank you Stuart Verity mm, morning um I didn't actually look at the word I just sat and asked God what did he want to say to me today it took a little while, but I am your daily bread and your living word. And I see your heart's desire. Keep your eyes on me, for I, for you are precious and I love you. Mm. And I woke up this morning and I had a really interesting dream. And I was, yeah, it was bringing things about by prayer. It was just speaking to me about things I know, but just praying into things God wants to do that I think he, you know, in my own self think, how are you going to do that? But the, the Lord can do anything and I just need to listen to what he's saying and join with that. So praise God. Because you're seated in heavenly places with yep. him. You are having Absolutely. that conversation with him, and he's saying, Absolutely. "This is what I want to happen on Earth, but I need you to join with me in doing yep. that." Yeah, and it's a daily thing. It's, it's not. Daily. I can't have it for a week. <laughs> I've got to get it every day. <laughs> it's uh, like the manna. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Amen. That's great. Thank you, Brady. Carol, let's go to you. There you go. Okay. All right. So I went through the different things that God was going. He was going to teach me, to give me understanding, to lead me, uh, to incline my heart, to turn my eyes, to confirm their, uh, his promises, to turn away reproach, to give me life. To um, let me, me oh, I can't read my own writing. Um, let me stand steadfast. Oh, right, yeah. Let me stand steadfast, and to take not the word of truth away from me. 
And then, right, I looked at the I ones, I will keep thy law continually, I to walk at liberty, I have sought thy precepts, I will speak of thy test, uh, testimonies to kings, I shall not be put to shame, I find my delight in your commandments, I revere your commandments, and I were I will meditate on those statutes. Okay, and I asked the Lord what he would like to give me, and he said, a passion for him. So I know he loves me, but I so need to love him back. Mm. How, what did that do for you? I just went, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a loving father having a wonderful time with his daughter. That's very precious. Thank you, Carol. I, I too circled all the me's and I's and yours. So many of them all the way through. It was very, at one stage I was thinking, gee, David's being very selfish here. But actually, you know what it was? It was just God saying, no, we had a very real relationship back and forth. He could be honest with him, you know, express his feelings. And, and, but it changed like the, the eyes and me's dropped off. And then the yours started to come in more and more as he went through. So thank you, Carol, for doing that. I, yeah. Wow. He wants to give a passion. Wow. That's so good. Shaney. Right, so when I do this, I keep seeing the pictures of giraffe. So, uh, and I feel like on the verse, there's a lot of eyes and then tongues, and then the um, you know, it talks about I will transfer my lips all the counsel that comes from your mouth, and then open my eyes so I can see what you show me on your miracle wonder. So, I just keep seeing like a picture of giraffe. So, I was sitting down, what are you trying to say? Um, so I do research a little bit of fun fact of giraffe, and this is what things highlighted as I write down. So I'll read it down. My child, I would like to give you a gift of peace beyond what you can, uh, what your eyes can see, beyond what your ear can hear, yet your heart hear me and respond. I would like to give you a peace beyond your own understanding, the sound mind of heaven, beyond any other sound that tugging of war within you. You felt unqualified, yet I qualified you. Learn not, learn not to lean on your own understanding. Have a peace in the unknown territory and tight space. Don't shrink back. Don't look back. I'm narrowing your focus up to me. I'm dilating your eyes to me. It feels fussy for you, but it is necessary and you cannot unseen those I show you. Like a giraffe that have a long neck, stick your head high. Look up, look up, and look high. Lift up your eyes to the hill. Where, from where does your help come from? Your helps come from me, the Lord. 
who made the heaven and earth. I will not let your foot be moved. I who keep you will not slumber nor sleep. I'm forever your keeper and your shed. Like a giraffe that can use their tongue to skillfully or adaptively remove leaves and shoot from even the thorniest of the plant, the Holy Spirit will help you to discern and to learn the art of what words to chew on and what words to spit out, just like the giraffe tongue. I will also like to give you a tongue that speaks life to others that help you to remove those fear of confrontation. Speak up, my child. The world needs my words. You are a stranger citizen in this part of the land. Difficult and or unpleasant conversations that you feel afraid to have as you do not enjoy confrontation have to go. Remember, I will tell you what to say and how to say it. Well, when you said giraffe, I thought, what? But isn't that amazing about what God showed you in that? Shani, what did that do for you as you went through? Did you resonate with that? Yeah, I think especially when I do a little bit research of giraffe, also the, I think, you know, like the giraffe eyelash, you have, giraffe is the animal that have to eat like a little bit higher than any other animal. So it's actually like almost fresh tree. It's like us, we need to have fresh manna every day and it's hot. And the thing is when the giraffe look up, I was like, how about if the tone come out today, I sleep load and stuff. But it's actually, there's a fun fact as well about the eyelash that it's actually the eyelash protect them uh, but you just need to look up and it's just amazing because it's just keep reminding me I just need to keep look up and don't look down because uh, there's nothing to look down and I will feel hungry as a giraffe, right? If you actually look down, there's no trees in there. So it's an invitation to go higher. Yes. Let's go up. Let's go up. I've got some great things for you up here. Get your eyes up. That's really good. Thank you. Fiona. Morning, everybody. Morning. Um, I um, bounced back and forth and in and out because this is right up my alley, actually just doing visualisations. I can go straight there easily. So I was struggling to actually um, focus because there was just so much. Like I could sit on this um, psalm for weeks. <laughs> There's a lot in there. <laughs> there really is. Um, so I got a, a bit of a download, um, and a lot of it is very personal to me. I, and I was fascinated when everyone's talking how, you know, per, God actually is touching us right where we, he knows where we interact with him. He knows us so deeply and so individually. So I am sorry if some of the stuff that I say sounds a little weird, but it kind of, you know, <laughs> it, it will, it actually means a fair bit to me. So, yeah. Um, I decided I would go straight for the convo on the couch with Jesus. And before I actually even sat down, um, he said to me, there is delight here and not duty. I will give you a true path. I will give you focus, vision and delight, which will lead to joy. So straight away, I was transported from that, the whole thing of a true path. I went straight into a little picture with Jesus I was trying to get up onto a path with him, 
um, I was struggling to get onto it. He was standing there waiting for me and I was getting cut and torn. My hands were bleeding. I felt scissored. And um, for me, being scissored is when my soul feels like it's actually being totally taken apart and, and um, annihilated in a weird way. It's been a really rough week for me. Um, as I then reached up, I managed to get onto the path. I was on my knees and then I managed to get up onto the path and he, he helped me up. And he said, I will renew you in the new that I am doing. So let's start walking. So we walked along this path together. And we just automatically both started looking for flowers and roses. I love roses. There was a gorgeous, gorgeous fragrance. And as I smelt it and breathed in the fragrance, the words Rose of Sharon came to me and healing and beauty, which leads to healing. He said to me then, turn your eyes away and refrain from still looking at other stuff. I will revive you. I'll revive you in righteousness. And that revival will lead to boldness to declare my word and to be unashamed. And then I looked up and after I was breathing this gorgeous rose fragrance, said, where are you now, Lord? He said, come over here. So I came over and together, and this sounds weird, we jumped into a large rose together and it was cushioned and I was surrounded by this gorgeous rose. I could lean back. It was like a large couch and all around it was really, really soft. And it, he reminded me, he said, love surrounds you all the time. Think again of the rose of Sharon. Sharon in the Hebrew origin means a fertile plain. And that whole word of then being fertile for Jesus, you know, like going forth and being bold and sowing that seed came to me. And I just relaxed back in the couch with him. And we just sat there. So to me, texture is extremely important. Fragrance is very important. Feeling surrounded is very important. And I'm also very visual. So I was taking in every detail while I just sat there with him. So it was a very all-encompassing experience this morning. I couldn't really focus on the passage. I just wanted to stay with Jesus and just be healed by beauty and have him flood my senses. Fiona, that's um, incredible. I... <laughs> I was with someone the other day and their smell overwhelmed me. Like, you know, and it wasn't a good smell. Let's just say that. <laughs> but God said to me, what is your fragrance? And he wasn't talking about um, like my the deodorant or whatever. He's like, what is your fragrance that you're giving off to others around you? you do that. So my mind immediately went to that. To, he was showing you, like he took you from a place of cuts and bruises amongst the thorns to that place of the, the rose and in the comfort in that and the peace in that and the, like the, the texture of a rose is just incredible, isn't it? It's beautiful. It's, and roses, he knows for me that roses are very, very significant. Um, I fell in love with roses from a very early age. I couldn't, it was the first flower I ever smelt. Yes. And to me, a rose is not a rose unless it gives off that gorgeous fragrance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't you love how God speaks to each one where they're at? It's fantastic. Julie, let's go to you. Yes, I 
I'm saying about I will, that's seven times in that, those few verses. Um, and it's a commitment to the Lord and obedience to his work. Um, and then there's requests for God's help to do all these I wills. And that's five times as requests. Requests for God to keep his promises, again, five times. And so in verse 41, that really struck me. God's salvation, mercy, and love and kindness provide security and identity with God. Verse 42, in the face of taunts and, and reproach. Answering those who taunt and reproach is based on leaning, relying, and trusting on God's word and our relationship with him. Courage is, so yeah, the gift I believe is courage. Courage to stand with God in his battle. There is a partnership between my will and God's will, and that's his promises. Our request, request for of God's uh, direct, sorry, our, our requests of God directly relate to his desires for us. Example in verse 33, teach me and I will keep your statutes. Give me that I may keep your laws. We're not asking for stuff, but for a better, deeper connection with God so that we can live for him. Verse 39, take away the disgrace I dread. And in the Amplified, it says, turn away my reproach, which I fear and dread. Um, going God's way is the right way, but it means going against other ways, and that takes courage. And what a wonderful gift that God's giving to you, the gift of courage. Does, did you sense that that's what you need right now, Julie, a gift of courage? Yeah, well, I've been studying the book of Hebrews and, you know, just over and over the idea that that persecution is a given and that we have to face up to that and just push forward anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, but he's giving you all those things to be able to have the courage to do all that as well. I, I like how you've counted up the numbers. <laughs> I think yeah. that's fantastic. That's really good. Thank you, Julie. Trish, in your new studio, it looks fantastic. Oh, it's fun to have people come in and use it. It's great. Um, yeah, so I was just laying on the floor and listening and um, then I went for a walk to listen as well. But as I was um, at the start, I, I was just laying on the floor with a cushion and just saying to the Lord, you know, what have you got for me? And it was like... Um, he reached down and gathered me up, you know, like when, when you have a child on a, on, the, on a bed or on a floor and you go to pick them up and they're small enough that you can get one hand under, your, under their shoulders and the other one under their knees and you just gather them up and hug them long ways. And, and that's what it was. And it was just so lovely and uh, just, yeah, it was beautiful. And I was reminded of my favourite thing when the kids were littler was because we have three girls was to have everybody in our bed together while we'd, we'd snuggle up together the five of us just to watch a movie with some snacks and things and and because kids love being in mum and dad's bed and um 
it was just such a beautiful connecting and bonding and just warmth and snuggles. And um, it was like that, that was just lovely. And that's in, in those moments, um, I believe God showed me that, that when we are like that with him, you know, still in, in, in that place where we allow him to cuddle us and love us and we yield into that, there's an exchange, there's a, there's a transference, there's, a, there's an infilling, there's a growth of trust, there's a strengthening, um, an input of confidence and identity shift into who we are in him. And then I saw how when we are out and about, we can carry that. Uh, I don't know that a bubble is the right word, but it kind of felt like us being in him, in that sense of being gathered in with him, his presence surrounding us as we walk, as we move, as we do life, we can step into the, like remind ourselves and bring back, bring bring to our conscious of that being surrounded with his presence like a bubble, like we're, we're, we're in him and he's surrounding us as we move forward and do the things that are scary and, and the things that are hard, but it's that where when we do them in him, we don't have to be afraid. It's like when you when it, when you're little and your dad's with you or an adult, you know, someone bigger than you is with you, you're less afraid of the other kids, you know, like, like you know, I've got someone with me or, or if I'm going to go and do something, oh, will you come with, you know, you've got that. And uh, it was so reassuring, you know, it wasn't about what God's going to give me in the future or anything like that. It was just a, a reminder of the in him has so much more to it. There's an emotional filling and strengthening that we can tap into when we're not quietly laying on the floor. We, we can bring that to our conscious and, and utilise it and tap into it. And, and that's applying the word in real life, that revelation. So that was just really, that was just really cool. I thought that was very encouraging for me. And I hope it is for someone else. <clears throat> That's very special, isn't it? There's nothing like picking up one of your kids like that and giving them a hug, is it? And that's what God was giving to you today, which is just fantastic. Oh, Megan, let's go north. Um, yeah, I was, I really needed more time. I was only just getting <laughs> So the song really ministered to me that God is our daily bread and um and we seek we seek his face before we seek his hand and, and really spoke to me that God's about relationship. He wants us to come to him. And um when I first started reading this, it was all about the laws of um, you know, I want to keep your statutes, your law. But the laws were actually set out to keep us in relationship with God. So um David realized that as he stayed in like read his precepts and all that, that kept him in that relationship. So it was, it's really about the, yeah, the relationship and the love. And um, it really jumped out to incline my heart to your testimonies and not to 
or covetousness in the New King James, turn my way at um, looking at worthless things. And I really, um, lately I've been really busy with stuff and we can get busy even with church stuff or whatever, but we really have to make sure I keep my eyes on what's important and not get distracted. Um, that was for me. And twice he talked about revive me, and that really is revive me, revive me. And I think, um, yeah, revive me in your ways and revive me in your righteousness. And I thought that's really powerful because um, it's in that righteousness that we hidden with Christ. We, we draw too close to God. Um, and the one thing was I just felt that real love. And when he talks about giving answers to people, um, giving answers to others, it's being able to give the answer to other people in love so that it glorifies God. Oh, um, and sometimes we give an answer that, you know, people want to hear, but it's giving that answer that will glorify God um, was for me speaking, yeah, speaking to others in a way that will glorify God. So, um, yeah, I didn't, I haven't, I'm still working on um, the gift, but it really is about that relationship, that real love God has for, for us and being able to impart that to others. I guess that's what, um, impart the love and, and speak to people um, in love. So that was mine this morning. Thank you, Megan. Actually, I... That really speaks to me. I have been in a couple of situations lately where I've got uh, very angry and very ticked off by what someone has sent me or emailed to me. Or, um, and I had another one yesterday. It was just it sent me off all day, actually. <laughs> so because <laughs> just and I texted and responded. I'm not responding to this now. Um. But so I took that to God this morning. I said, okay, God, what, what gift do you want to give me? And he says, I want to give you the grace you need to handle the situations that you are facing. This is a season of getting things right and in order in your own life and in the life of others and in organizations. It's clearing out, it's tearing down, it's building up mm -hmm. to prepare for this next stage. Um, and so I'm seeing that we've got a couple of situations at the moment with, which are just a mess in people's lives. And But, you know, God is working them. He says, ask me for grace. Ask me for wisdom. Ask me for understanding. Ask me for knowledge. Time management. I have given you a lot of tools. Now ask me how to apply them in the situations that you are facing. Um, yeah, and then, Lord, I receive the gift of grace this morning so thank you for that um Miguel, I, I spoke on friday at the christian business breakfast about glorifying that everything we need to do needs to glorify god and and boy that's like that's you gotta watch you know what comes out of your mouth sometimes <laughs> well not all not sometimes all the time because uh, i'm very good about saying stuff and then having to change feet you know um but there's <laughs> Yes, I have a lot of that myself. <laughs> well, we're over time, but thank you, Father, for the gift that you've given to each one today. Lord, we receive those gifts, and I sense that there is more. Lord, thank you for your overwhelming love, your overwhelming love. Lord, you're not mad at us, but you love us. 
Lord, that you want to embrace us and, and as a lover uh, whispers sweet nothings into the ear of their lover, that you just want to whisper to us how much you love us. So we receive that today. We receive all that you have for us to do that which you've called us to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. I feel like I'm a very different person to when I started this morning. So I'm very grateful for that. Beautiful. Can can I ask you a question not related to this, but, you know, when you're away with the other um, ministers, did you fast? Was there a a fasting component? Actually not as part of the program, but I did. Um, I don't know whether you saw the thing I did about the gift of Wednesday. So I'm committing now to praying for my kids on Wednesdays. And Mm -hmm. last week was a real test for me (laughs) because like, we had breakfast, we had lunches, we had all sorts of things. And I thought, nah, I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. I, I need to fast. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so it was part of the time together was a joyful time in celebration. And part of it was, you know, the the um, passage that we looked at last week in Nehemiah, mm-hmm. where it said, you know, don't be sad, but to celebrate. And actually, God brought that to the group as well. That this is a time of celebration. It's a time of feasting. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the midst that, God had me fast. <laughs> Right, because when we did our passage, um, the Lord gave me just, you know, the group that was on the the left and the right of Ezra, and I went, hello, what's this about? You know, and I've been, you know, and I've been sitting on it all week, and it was group fasting. Group fasting, yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to know whether... I'm, you know, I'm right. I accepted the celebration thing, but there was also that in the midst of it. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. Uh, the chairman of the National Day of Prayer came up to me afterwards and said, Where's God's challenged me to fast more? And so I was telling him about how God has been challenging me about that uh, as well. So, so um, Carol, I think you're right. I think he's, uh, I think we're, we are entering a season where we are going to need to fast more. There's just um, a, a season for that. Yeah. And, and I think he's going to give us the grace to do it because it's not easy. It's messy. Like yeah. it's, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah. And to be honest, I woke up this morning thinking it's Wednesday. What am I going to have? My first thought, what am I going to have for breakfast today? And then God said to me, it's Wednesday, where you're not going to have breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm. So, so good. But thank you for that reminder. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Bless you guys. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.